That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a recap of week two in Danny Masterson's rape trial out in Los Angeles. Journalist Tony Ortega comes on to discuss what he learned from court. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. Actor Danny Masterson's sex crimes trial has finished up its second week out in Los Angeles. The That 70s Show star is facing three charges of forcible rape with respect to three women. And at the time, these women were members of the Church of Scientology. Masterson is currently a member, a longstanding member. And this all allegedly happened between 2001 and 2003. And I should note that if he's convicted, he faces a lengthy prison sentence because he could face up to 45 years to life in prison. That's what we're talking about here. So we want to talk about week two and some of the top moments. You know who I'm bringing in. I'm bringing in journalist Tony Ortega, who's not only been following this case and has been a frequent contributor on the Danny Masterson story here on Sidebar, but he is actually in Los Angeles. He's outside the courthouse. He has been inside that courtroom as proceedings have been underway. Now, Tony is the founder of the Underground Bunker, where he writes about Scientology related issues. You can find him at TonyOrtega.substack.com. Tony, good to see you once again. Jesse, thanks for having me on. Let's go through it. So week two was very interesting. I think we should start with the testimony of Jane Doe 3. Obviously, one of the accusers, very important. What can you tell us about her testimony? Right. So if Jane Doe 1 was the uh, sort of center of week one, then Jane Doe 3, who followed her, was really the kind of highlight of this week. And I can tell you that I've seen these women before at the preliminary hearing, and I thought that actually Tom Mesro did a better job with Jane Doe 3 a year ago than Philip Cohen did. I thought Jane Doe— And let's just be clear. That was Danny Masterson's attorney. Right. So uh, Danny had hired Tom Mesro for the preliminary hearing last year, fired him, and now he has Philip Cohen. And I have to say, Jane Doe 3's testimony was really strong this week, and the cross-examination just seemed to have a hard time— getting anything going against her. What she did was, besides describing these two terrible events, the actual rape allegation and also uh, another event, just really horrible details that, you know, those of us who know the case were familiar with. I was impressed how much other material she brought in simply about what it was like to be his 
or, or his girlfriend. See, that's what makes Jane Doe 3 different, Jesse, is that she was actually in a six-year relationship with Masterson. The other two women were not. And, of course, that makes things a little more complicated. But I thought that gave her the opportunity to describe this unloving relationship with a man who just demanded sex when he wanted it and didn't, you know, didn't care if she was prepared or not really portrayed a very, very sad situation. A couple of things. First of all, I want to let everybody know that, yes, um, Tony's outside right now. So you hear the do- you hear the barking dog. You hear a soccer team playing. It is what it is, folks. This is what we have to deal with. But anyway, maybe this dog actually wants to come on side. Oh, right I don't now. know what to do that. about the dog. I'm no, sorry. Don't worry about it. Uh, so Jane Doe number three, my understanding, if I was reading this correctly, did she have some sort of panic attack on the stand? Yeah, when uh, during cross-examination, um, when she was asked about the uh, stalking and harassment she's alleging also in the civil lawsuit against Church of Scientology, and she just mentioned that she and her husband and her children, she believes, have been targeted by this campaign of harassment, she just started crying and trembling. She said she couldn't breathe. I mean, she just got into a full-blown panic attack, and the judge had to stop proceedings, have the jury leave. It took a while for her to gather herself, seemed very genuine. She has made it clear several times during her testimony that the thing she's really terrified of and why she maybe hasn't always said all the details in every interview she's given is she's terrified of what Scientology is going to do to her. So that came through loud and clear. And it, it like I said, it did hold up things for a little while. But then they got going again because we all know that Scientology is not supposed to be the focus of this case, but it can come in in a limited context. What did she say about the church? She called it a criminal enterprise. And see, Jesse, this was during cross. I mean, she took a couple of opportunities to really make this point. She called Scientology a criminal enterprise that was terrorizing them. She has said uh, multiple times that it's continuing up to the. In fact, on direct uh, testimony, when Deputy D.A. Mueller asked her when this harassment had been going on and up to what point she literally said today implying that something had happened today that day with either private investigators or hacking they you know i've written about this i i interviewed uh her husband years ago about you know they claimed that two of their dogs were killed and they believed that church of scientology was behind it so um, again, she got to introduce that a couple times this week, including during cross-examination. And just sticking with uh, Jane Doe 3 for a second, my understanding is is that her husband may now testify too? Her husband testified this morning. I am using his name because he's never asked me for anonymity, and he's a famous person. He is the Mars Volta rocker Cedric Bixler Zavala. And he came in today to talk about what it was like to learn from his wife that she claimed you know, 10 years earlier, she'd been a, a assaulted by Masterson. And that she, and she has said in testimony that because of her involvement in Scientology, she wanted to protect Masterson to a certain extent. And, you know, it's, it's their testimony that Cedric was the first one to tell her you were raped and that that convinced her to go to law enforcement at that point. Wait, you mean she didn't initially understand it to be that? You know, her testimony is that she knew something, you know, it shouldn't have happened, but it happened. And she went to the church initially. I think she did say rape when she went to the church and the church said, don't use that word. We don't use that word here. So she hadn't been using that word. But then, you know, Cedric told her after she described it, you were raped. And she then went to law enforcement. It's incredible testimony. I mean, again, Tony, you're there. It's 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 incredible. You get a view to see this. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I do want to move over from Jane Doe 3's testimony. I want to go back actually to Jane Doe 1's testimony because my understanding also is that a member of law enforcement testified, and I think that was a big moment from this week as well, right? It's been very interesting because one of the things the defense has tried to do in her testimony is to say that the things she's testifying to now were not in a 2004 report when she first went to the LAPD. And I mean, that's the, that's the impression that uh, defense attorney Cohen really gave last week. Well, this week, the, the uh, desk sergeant who actually took that report came in to testify with a copy of his report. And Deputy DA Mueller carefully went over it with him and I think it was stunning how much it backs up what she is saying today. Now, I think the reason it was so stunning was, again, because Cohen had basically given everyone the the sense that it wasn't corroborating, but it very much was. That was direct testimony. Then on cross this uh, to the, today, Cohen then went over with the policeman some things that are different from what she's saying today, uh, a few things. And so that's something that um, the DA then handled by basically questioning the policeman's reporting. And that was the interesting moment today was that the DA was in a position to question whether a police officer had done a thorough enough job on a report. Cohen said something about that. He said that to the judge that this was really concerning to him. Uh, And the judge said, look, sloppy report writing is something we hear from both sides all the time. So she didn't think that there was something that really concerned her about that. So that's interesting. I mean, this officer... I feel like he really corroborated a lot of what Jane Doe 1 said, but there were things that were not in his report. And the, the, the question then is, why not? And that question was kind of left hanging in the air. And I believe we're now going to be the next witness will be another LAPD uh, detective who also followed up on the case. So I'll give you about, I mean, and that's always interesting that the jury's going to have to now weigh, at least with this, whether or not it was sloppy reporting or it, she was being inaccurate, the, the accuser. I'll give you about 30 seconds here, Tony. Real quick, after week two, these first two weeks, how strong is the case against Danny Masterson? Well, uh, you know, I hate to try to guess what the jury is thinking, but, you know, we now have two women with very similar descriptions of what was done to them by Danny Masterson, really brutal. And the cross-examination has, it just seems to me, has not been super effective. So, I mean, at this time, at this point, I would say that things are not going great for Danny Masterson. But, you know, we have more time to go. So we'll see. All right. Tony Ortega, you can follow him at TonyOrtega.substack.com. We're probably going to have you back next week as well, Tony. Thank you so much. Great reporting as always. Thank you, Jesse. 
And thanks so much, everybody, for joining us here on Sidebar. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. Speak to you next time.